Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Happy Tuesday. God is truly an awesome God, and just want to say happy Tuesday to everyone. God is good. Um, the year is almost to an end, and uh, I've been just reflecting on how the Lord has blessed me and blessed the ministry, and how we have been reaching hundreds, thousands of souls all over the globe, and I'm just so grateful that the Lord is able to give me the time, you know, knowing that I uh, I multitask like 10 different things. And I have developed the this attitude of prayer and humility where I'm praying, working, eating. Every time I'm always praying. And I'm just so grateful to the Lord for giving me this strength and zeal, you know, because sometimes I look and I said, man, I don't know if I can continue with this because it, it's so, you know, toxin, like, I mean, it's so much energy just to pray for somebody. And I look at the list this week and there's so many people waiting to be prayed for. I'm getting the messages all over, like, when is my time? And we can only do so much. So I'm just so grateful that the Lord has given me the love of his word and the love to just share with others and reach souls for Christ. I'm just so grateful and so happy. You know, I asked the Lord this morning, what should I bring to his people? And the Lord led me to a scripture just as Sister Naomi uh, from Vancouver was testifying. And I was saying, wow, the Lord led me to Ruth, the book of Ruth. And the story about Naomi. And we all know the story with Naomi and her husband and her two sons and her sister and daughter-in-laws that um, her husband died. Her two sons died, and she was left with Ruth and her other daughter-in-law. And Ruth decided, I'm going to go with you anywhere you go. And, And where I pick it up here, where the Lord was showing me, um, he was showing me what happened to Naomi after. And, um, Naomi was questioning God. Let's pick it up at verse 19. When Naomi and Ruth were traveling, 
And so, you know, you get the gist. We know the whole chapter one that they went and her husband died sudden and her two sons died. And um, if you bear in mind, even that sometimes God does something for a purpose, even though we don't understand. And if you remember to watch the sermon on Sabbath with Esther, that the Lord causes Esther, mom and dad, to die so that um, she could be raised by her uncle, Mordecai. And Mordecai will take her to the, the king. And Mordecai will work at the king's gate so that an opportunity will be open so that God could rescue all his people, the Jewish nation at that time. So it's just amazing how God worked from a point. And here it is, some tragedy can happen within our lives, but sometimes we don't understand that God allowed it to happen. God allow you to go through the pain so that he can bring you to button to Christ so you can help thousands of people around the world. Perhaps you have been through your brokenness so you can be introduced to button to Christ so that God have a powerful calling on your life and he's going to use you to reach thousands of souls that are broken. We haven't seen the gospel message move with such magnitude yet because when you look on the crisis going around in the world now with the coronavirus coming up again and it's about to shut down a lot of places again, there's a lot of small business already in trouble and it's even going to get worse now. So what do you think going to happen? What do you think? If the government, if, if a lot of places are shutting down, then we are all going to be depending on the government to feed us. And if we are depending on the government to feed us, if the government say go right, we're going to go right. It's not you'll get no check in the mail. And that's leading up to the, the new world order, the one world government that we have been talking about. But we expect some different things to happen. Who would have thought it's going to be coming into a virus? They're going to force you to take the vaccine. How we knew that this would, anybody thought of this? We don't know where this is going. So God is saying that I cause circumstances in your life. Are I allowed to happen, even though some of us are guilty of making the wrong choices, but the Lord allows it. And out of his mercies, what the enemy meant for bad, God turned it around to be good. So every time when I look at my life, then I said, you know what, Lord? I am grateful. If I had another opportunity, I would still walk in the same direction. You know why? Because if I walk somewhere else, I may not be in your ministry. I want to do your work. I don't know if I would end up be in the church. I don't know. Um, at times I share with the young people that uh, a few way back, um, what, 15 years ago, we gather with some young people. And I had the Facebook idea to come up with Facebook before Facebook was. We had it. We discussed that idea. And some people said, no, no, no. People will sue us if we put our pictures up. And you know what? 
perhaps if we had gone with that idea, I wouldn't be in the church. I would be one of those Bill Gates. But the Lord allowed it not to happen so that I continue in the right pathway in humility. So we can't blame God sometimes when some things happen to us. God is working in the meanwhile. Something is happening. So here now, you can look and say, let's start at verse 19 and the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 19. Father in heaven, as we open up your words, let everything go forth with power and might and reach your people this morning. And your name alone will be exalted, will be glorified, because there's none under the sun like you. We praise you, worship you. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. So hear what it says in verse 19. And it says, So they two went until they came to Bethlehem. And it came to pass when they were come to Bethlehem that all the city was moved about them. And they said, Is this Naomi? And she said unto them, Call me not. Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty had dealt very bitterly with me. Wow. I read that. And after much tribulation, she said, don't call me Naomi anymore. I'm not worthy of it. The Lord has dealt bitterly. And even sometimes when we accuse God, God still have mercy. Even when, look at the next verse, 21, very powerful. She says, I went out full. So remember, she used to live in Bethlehem and she moved out and now everything is taken away from her. She came back home. They said, is this Naomi? You look kind of broken. It seemed like you, you weren't eating. You know, you went, and when you went, you were 145 pounds. You're back now, you are 88 pounds. What happened? Is this you? And hear what she says in verse 21. I went out full, and the Lord has brought me home again empty. Why then call me Naomi, seeing the Lord has testified against me and the Almighty has afflicted me. How many of us blame God? When I look at this, I said, you know what, God? That's what you need to do with some of us. We need to come to God empty in order to be restored. Some of us are coming back to God full, full of self, full of pride, full of I can do it myself. I don't need God. Full of self is in the way. And sometimes God chastised us. He allows us to go to, to pain. He allows us to go into the miry clay so that we can be emptied. Because if we are not empty, we can't receive the fullness of the power of God. This morning, the Lord is saying, listen. I allow you, I'm decluttering you, I am emptying you of all the sin so I can fill you up. Listen, this is powerful. 
I remember I shared this testimony before when back in the days I was at my home base church when I noticed a family in the church and there was about six people, mother and father and four children. They came up from the U.S. to pick up their paperwork and they booked into a hotel in Brampton. All the way from the border, they drove and booked into a hotel and they ran out of money. They are Seventh-day Adventists, have no money, no more food because they stayed in the hotel for how many months until their money is done. They found the church and they come, came and they sat in the church. And everybody at the end says, we're going to pray for them. Where are they going to go? I was going on a mission. And when we were going on a mission, I went over and I heard the story. My heart was broken. I took my keys out for the, my house. And we had a four-bedroom house. And I took my keys out. I wrote the address and gave them my key and said, put it in the GPS. Go, there's food in the fridge. We're going on a mission. You go there. We'll talk. Never met them before in creation. They drove to the house and they stayed there for the next four months. The long and short is when they went back to the States and they got their papers, they started to refer people to us saying that they have never seen people like this that helps them. They refer family. And he shared a testimony with me that stayed with me where he was working in Africa as an Adventist and he caught a deadly disease, a virus like the, 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 the corona. And they took him to a hospital and they screamed him off and isolated him. And he said, in their culture, when mom and dad come to visit you in the hospital, and dad sent mom in first and he stay out. It meant that you're going to die. It's your last moment. So he said, his mom came in and he said he was lying there. And while he was lying there, he could barely move. All his strength is gone and he saw them. His wife told me she was driving. She had to drove um, like uh, 15 hours and she said she was going and she rolled the car window down and she was crying and her tears were just blowing and she was talking to God and said, God, if you save my husband, we will commit our life forever to your work. And he told me that while he was in the hospital, he started to have a vision. And the vision was he saw a room that was filled with garbage. He said he had never seen a room like that before. And he says somebody came with a broom and started to clean the room. And as they start to clean the room, he's remembering sin in his life. 
and he starts to declutter. He starts to confess. He was at his lowest moment. He was on his bed, ready to die, ready to give up. What I'm getting here is that God will use us when we're empty. So while he was there decluttering in the mind, the body of Christ, sometimes we not only need to declutter our physical room of all the accursed things, but we need to declutter the unforgiveness, the pride, the jealousy. I want one like what you have. Why couldn't I get a husband like you? All the jealousy and self. He started to recognize, and as he saw the dean clean the room bit by bit, the Lord was bringing back to him people that he, he did things to in his life when he was going to school. People that he needs to call in the family to say, I'm sorry. It's a new year. The year is coming to an end to say, I know you did me something, and I'm not talking to you as a family member, but I want to let you know that I'm higher with the Lord now, and I've forgiven you. Somebody you call whom you have abused when you were growing up. You're a woman, and you abused that little girl when you were babysitting that little girl. And you're able to call them and say, you know what? I don't know what happened to me then, but I want to let you know that I'm sorry. Because that person is carrying that burden. They're carrying that cross. They're carrying that brokenness and pain right through their life. And it's devastating their life. It's causing them to be more, to be aggressive and anger and resentment and pain and they need that breakthrough with that call for you to call to say i'm sorry a lot of us can't say you're sorry we can't say we're sorry to our own children we can't say we're sorry to our husband our wife we can't say we're sorry it's too much self is is blocking the way I can't do that. I wasn't wrong. It was you who wronged. Sometimes God has to empty us. We've got to take us to the place. He took Naomi somewhere far away where life was blooming and she had her husband and her son. And all of a sudden, everything is done. All of a sudden, He went back home, no sons, no husband, nothing, empty. They look and say, is that Naomi? You look different. You look broken. What happened? Are you sick? And she said, don't call me Naomi. But the Lord don't deal good with me. You know, I went out full and I come back empty. You know, the man in the hospital, as he sees the being cleansed the room, and the room was cleansed, 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 until the room was empty, the person took the broom and started to sweep out the room. And they swept the room out. And he was decluttering until he could not remember any other sin. And all of a sudden, when the room was cleansed, he woke up like out of the vision. 
Nobody was there yet. His wife wasn't there yet. And the nurse heard the machine going, beep, beep, and going somewhere. So the nurse come in and check it and say, wow, in the circulation started to get better. What happened here? And the nurse went away and called the doctor, and they come and look at it. A couple hours passed, they come back, it's better. They start to disconnect machines. And eventually, within three or four days, he was completely restored. A miracle. And he was able to be released. I spoke to him in person. God emptied him before he can fill him with his power. God wants to empty us. God is asking you, what are you carrying? What are you carrying? Listen, I'm going to read verse 20 again and 21. Brethren, it's very deep what the Lord showed me. We got to register it. Naomi went out with her family and life was blooming. If you go and read the whole story, you will see how God replenishes, that God have a plan. You're going to see what happened to Ruth. That Ruth was chosen. Ruth got a millionaire husband, Boaz. You're going to see what happened. Hello, somebody. I'm telling you. God have a plan. All right, look at 20 again. And she said unto them, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. God is working in the meanwhile. You may think you are in bitterness, you don't have a job, you're struggling. Listen to what 21 says. I went out full and the lord has brought me home again empty he's blaming god but perhaps that's where god wants you and i he wants us at that place where we are empty so we can't depend on me you can't depend on self we have to put our complete dependency on the lord he says, why then call he me Naomi? Seeing the Lord has testified against me and the Almighty has afflicted me. Mercy. 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 Let's look at one more verse before I close. Look at chapter 2. Look at chapter two. I know it's a, it's a, it's a powerful lesson. All right, look at chapter two, verse one. It says, And Naomi had a kinsman of her husband, a mighty man of wealth, of the family, Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite says, said unto Naomi, let me now go to the field and glean ears of corn after him in whose sight I shall find grace. 
And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. You know the story. You know what is gleaning? It's picking up what the people have reaped, just the trash. It's like the garbage collector. God brought Ruth low also, empty her in order to give her a millionaire husband. You can go back and read it. The, the thing, when the man looks, he says, who is that beautiful woman gleaning? The point is, God will take you and empty you so he can fill you for Christ. If we are filled with things of the world, if we are filled with things that is anti-God, God will declutter you. God will get rid of the things in your life. He will help you because somebody is praying for you. God will help your children because you are praying for them. He will declutter them and empty them and bring them at the mercy seat broken so you can be filled and you can be used again. What a loving God we serve. What a God. We can't understand God. When, when you look at these loving scriptures, when you look at the story of Ruth, and when you look at, at, at Naomi, when you look at all these powerful stories, if you go back and look at Elizabeth, when you look at these powerful women, when you look at the story and last Sabbath, Esther, how God allowed her family to die so he can save a nation. Then, when you look at it, then you say, you know what, God? Whatever condition I find myself, I should be grateful. You know, Virgin, if you really love the Lord, you're going to be grateful. No matter what or where you find yourself, even if there's no food on the table, even though you look and say, the holidays here, I'm lonely. You have no idea. You have no idea. You know, sometimes in closing that we don't understand what life made vicious. You know, on Sabbath, we have a powerful miracle on Sabbath. There are encounter. Last Sabbath, a lot of people wondered, how come you start to preach one o'clock? We have never started the word so late. And somebody said, are you still going to do a word? Of course we're going to do the word. You know why? The devil was trying to stop the word on Sabbath. Somebody walked in the church and needed help. This individual was an alcoholic and they needed help. They went to the, the, the church, the pastor of the other church, the Sunday church first, and the pastor recognized that this is beyond me. So he come and called us and said, I need help. I can't deal with this. So anyway, we took over. Well, you know what? Taking over, we did not know we were going to be getting involved in something heavy like that. We realized that this is a next level warfare. When I say a next level, I don't even want to go in it because she may come on and share her own testimony. It's a next level warfare. You talk about crystal, this individual have crystal around their hand. I asked this individual, seriously, are you a witch? And the individual says, yes, I am a psychic. I'm a witch. <laughs> you know, 
When I started to pray for her, her whole body started to vibrate. Oh, man. The point I'm saying is, you don't know what's going to come your way. Every day you have to be on the alert. You have to be ready. Because I had no idea that this was going to happen, and we had to make a decision. It's either we end, we go into a warfare that will take the next 10 hours, or we decide it's a distraction and God wants the word to come out. I had to make that decision. When the Lord is saying to me right there, no, you got to bring the word. There's a lot of people depending on the word. Bring the word. So I had to say, you know what? Let's stop and let's do it another time. The individual we sent and got her food and let her sit back there and she sat and waited. And you know what? I had groceries in my car that somebody donated. I have groceries, Reggie. I got groceries and I drove her home. The witch with all her crystal. I asked God for covering. And I drove her home between right after the service. The point I'm making is we don't know where God is going to take us. We don't know where our encounter is going to come from. You may go this morning and there's an encounter waiting in the workplace. You don't know where God is going to take you. We have to be just so grateful. But when you understand the power of God, when you read this story and you go back to to, to all the story of Esther and see how God is working behind the scene, then you are just shaking your head and say, God, you're so good. Lord, there's none like you under the sun. You are so merciful, God. God, you're such a loving God. You, you just stop. It's pure love. When you see how God cares, why? The only way we should murmur, unless we do not know God. If you know the Lord this morning and you're going through a lot and you're saying, Lord, how much can I take? This is definitely too much for me. I don't know if I can handle this. That's where God wants you, my friend. That's where God wants you when you are broken so he can use you. We need to just stop from complaining and allow the spirit of God to work. Hallelujah. God is asking us, wait on him. I have a plan for you. I'm going to take you to some different level if you only wait. You want to wait this morning. Do you love the Lord? Do you think the Lord have a plan and a purpose for you? God is asking you this morning. Are you ready to go to the next level? I don't know about you, but when I think about the love of Christ, I said, Lord, I'm ready. If I'm not ready, get me ready. If you need to declutter, if you need to remove some things from the life, go ahead, Lord. I'm waiting. I'm willing, Lord. Do whatever necessary, Lord. I am waiting. May God just Bless you this moment. May his face, brethren, just shine upon you. May he give you peace this morning to recognize the year is coming to an end. And the God we serve is mighty and powerful. Just 
wait on him, brethren. Just, just trust him. Because he works when you think he's not working. He works when things are not going good in your life. That's when God works. So why not allow him to work? May God just bless you and keep you. And let not distress get you down. Let not the condition of where you are financially bring you down. You don't understand. When you know God and you have no money, you trust him. He will send money. You don't get it. <laughs> I heard Sister Walter always share testimony of how she need this and the Lord supply her needs. You think it just come like that? God is blessing her because she has faith in God. She has trust in Abba. So she wait on him and he supply her needs. Hello? May God just bless us and keep us and may his face shine upon us this morning. In Jesus' name, as we'll now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.